0: last scene from that great Tom Clancy movie, The Hunt for Red October, where the bad submarine commander launches the torpedo and it comes back and it sinks his own vessel. That's what the Russian collusion story has done for the DNC and for Hillary. Let's stop using the word collusion because the evidence we now have is about subversion. It's about sabotaging the political process and it's about propaganda in the in the Cold War the Soviet Union used what was called active measures to undermine our democracy this is the Democrat Party this is the Hillary campaign using active measures to undermine Donald Trump and to undermine the democratic process in America it is a shocking story
1: Sebastian
2: well. Gorka, we miss him, don't we, with his pointy little beard and him saying, greetings. Why,
0: he's saying greetings to the truth. The truth. Greetings. Greetings. <laughs> Glad we talked about this. All right, so there we go. Um,
2: uh, so, yeah, that, that story yesterday that uh, the Democrats paid for the dossier. But do have to point out that the re- Republican, Republicans were, were trying to do it first, right? Yes. People, Republicans running against Trump. So apparently everybody thought it was fair game to do
0: this, or whether it's fair or not, it's part of the whole world of politics. Well, yeah, when the lights were out, lots of people stabbed lots of people. Yeah. Yeah, whether it's everybody thinks it's okay is, you know, it was when the ref wasn't looking type stuff. But so they hire this fusion GPS, which are character assassins. That's what they do. They, you know, that's why good people don't run for politics. And both sides h- hired this firm to find dirt on Trump. Initially, some uh, anonymous Republican. I wonder who it was. Uh, I don't know. But the Republicans. Jeb's been, people. Uh, I'll bet you it think? was Jeb. Sure. I'll, be, I'll bet it was too, because he Jeb. had the most money. Right, yeah. Um, and it's funny, because Republicans have been howling, howling, who paid for this dossier? Who? Because they knew the Clinton campaign must have been part of it. And it turns out they were Right. I wonder if they're as enthusiastic about figuring out what Republican was paying for it, because I want to know, because <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, some no great kidding. gossip. Anyway, so they hire these uh, professional character assassinate assassins at Fusion GPS that reaches out to this uh, Steele fella. Christopher Steele, is it? Um, and and he's a former intelligence guy, British intelligence guy. He's worked with the CIA, but now he's just, he's, uh, he's a hired gun. Yeah, Christopher Steele. And and he goes off to Russia because he hears Russia has dirt on Trump. And so he goes and gets all sorts of Russian intelligence info and gossip about Trump and questions everybody he can find. Puts together this dossier that that includes everything from, yeah, Trump wants to get a hotel deal to, yeah, Trump had a couple of hookers pee on a bed because that's where Obama once slept, which is... T- t- I'd have taken that part out yeah, because it discredits so much of the rest of it. It would
2: have helped to take that out.
0: Why don't you claim he's a space alien? (laughs) I tell you what, if it turns out, if one of the hookers does come forward, die, he made me do this. Um, He made me do the (laughs) wee-wee. We'll spend the entire show apologizing (laughs) for the fact that we made fun of this and got it wrong. Um, Trust me, it'll be a pleasure. Uh, But anyway, so... It would appear that now the Clinton campaign is going to great pains to point out that, oh, no, we hired these people, but we didn't know they were going to hire this dude who would then go talk to the Russians or whatever. We would no idea. It would appear that the Clinton campaign colluded with the Russians to get dirt on Trump. Now, Hillary's spokeshole, whose name escapes me because I'm not obsessed with beltway politics, the whole thing disgusts me. Anyway, but her spokeshole, Fallon's his name, Brian Fallon, um, he said, uh, first I learned a Christopher Steele or saw any dossier was after the election. Um... So he didn't know. You're kidding me. Somebody hired him? Somebody was paying for that? That's crazy. (laughs) Which is really not plausible deniability. But he does say, had I gotten it uh, last fall, I would have had no problem passing it along and urging reporters to look into it. Opposition research happens on every campaign. And here you had probably the most shadowy guy ever running for president, and the FBI certainly has seen fit to look into it. I probably would have volunteered to go to Europe myself and try to uh, verify it. If it would have helped get more of this out there before the election. So he's not apologizing for it. He's just calling it oppo research. Um, uh, DNC uh, spokes chick says, uh, blah, 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 blah. the DNC was not involved in any decision making regarding Fusion GPS. No, you just paid for it, Please. Nor were they aware that this other firm was working within the organization. Let's be clear. There is a serious federal investigation into the Trump campaign's ties to Russia, and the American public deserves to know what happened. Which brings us back to Sebastian Gorka. How you doing, Sebastian? Good day. How are you? How's your beard? Greetings. How's your beard, which brings us back to the Sebastian Gorka quote about the uh, the hunt for Red October and the torpedo turning around and hitting people. Plus, you remember we heard yesterday that um, that the Mueller's office is allegedly looking into Tony Podesta and so. You know what? Screw them all. I can't wait. To, I I hope a full report is issued, and I hope there's mud on everybody. But it sure looks like the Clinton campaign colluded with russia to get dirt on trump well uh, which is troubling but mostly hilarious
2: yeah and um just might be par for the course as they say um or or is going to be in the future par for the course so uh
0: trey gowdy was part of an article in the new
2: york times the other day about these investigations these Russia
0: investigations which trey Trey gowdy who has listened to me and changed his mental patient haircut he looks like he gets the haircut you get before you go to the electric chair. So the electrodes attached to your head, but he's finally got a normal haircut, which has really helped his look. Jack, back to you.
2: The the headline in the New York Times article was "Hopes Dim for Congressional Russia Inquiries as Parties Clash." Um, and a lot a lot of quoting about uh, Trey Gowdy. Uh, they had a quote from Trey Gowdy. It was a uh, a few months back when Kushner was being questioned, that's uh, Ivanka Trump's husband. Oh, Jared Kushner, yeah. Yeah. He was being questioned uh, by the committee. And um, they're asking questions, asking questions, asking questions. They had gotten to the two-hour mark, which is how much time they had allowed. And Gowdy spoke up and said, You're in an unwinnable situation, Mr. Uh, Mr. Kushner. If you leave now, Democrats will say you did not answer all the questions. If you stay, they're going to keep you here all week long. Kushner said, "I'll ask as many questions as you want." The exchange was described by three people with knowledge of it and typified the political morass that is crippling the intelligence committees, as everybody sees them through a partisan lens.
0: Right, right. Um, and Selflessness, duty—you uh, know what you owe to the country—is no longer a concern. Gaudy said, "Quaint notions from the past." Yeah, Gaudy said, "Well, or
2: maybe they never existed." I don't know. Gaudy said, "Congressional investigations, unfortunately, are usually overtly political investigations, where it is to one side's advantage to drag things out." The notion that one side is playing the part of defense attorney and the other side is just these white hat defenders of the truth is laughable, he said. Wow, good call. Thank you. And that's the chair of the guy who's starting the committee that started yesterday. He's saying the idea that you're going to get something that, you know, a nonpartisan investigation
0: is laughable. I don't see any point in these continued congressional investigations. I agree. I understand that they have a constitutional duty, but we got old man Mueller doing his thing. So one lawmaker
2: said what we'll get is probably two reports. The first, written by Republicans, is expected to forcefully say there's no proof that anyone around Mr. Trump worked with Russia to tip the election. A Democratic report will probably raise unanswered questions and say that the committee was never fully committed to answering them, and that's just where we'll be. And that's that's where it will end.
0: Super. And, and Something if, to look forward
2: to. And if that's the case, which I think it probably is, you know, why are we all talking about this? Why are we wasting all the time and money, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Because they're just... You know, it's political point scoring. And nobody will be satisfied at the end of, ah, the truth. Now we know the truth.
0: Yeah, I guess. You know, the opposition party has the duty to keep the ruling party clean and vice versa. Now that's... So, I don't don't hate the process. No, but that's these
2: congressional investigations. The Mueller thing is a different case. I I think we'll get something out of that, like you said. Yeah. But these, these various committees... Run by one party or the other, depending on who's in charge at the time. Yeah, I, I'm not sure we get anything out of those.
0: Well, I, I'm saying I think you do because the people most interested in dragging down the Republicans, for instance, do a pretty good job of trying to drag them down. And if they deserve to be dragged down, they get dragged down. It's if you're looking for truth and justice, you're not going to find it. But you might get some questions answered. But as Trey Gowdy put it, it's. It's not like a selfless inquiry into the truth. It's a partisan exercise. Is sex addiction
2: a thing? You don't want the really gross Harvey Weinstein accusation? I
0: don't don't want that either. I don't think so. Yeah. And it's like giving the guy that fifth death sentence. I mean, what does that even mean?
2: A couple of things that Bob Corker said yesterday I thought really stood out in terms of criticisms of Trump. We probably ought to hit you with that. You're listening to The Armstrong and Getty Show. Gibson went deep. Don Drysdale dealing
0: heat. I think you got to watch uh, the games. They got new guys now. Dodgers win game one of the World Series. Jose Altuve is that his name? Five foot six, small guy, teeny little fellow. The name of who? The guy who just hit the ball. Okay. Altuve. Okay. Um. Yeah, he's five foot six. Major league ball player. Isn't that six? Amazing. Little Altuve. Little. Uh, little. <laughs> Altuve, excuse me, I'm sorry, I shouldn't be texting during the show, but I was... It is kind of rude. I was texting the home plate umpire of last night's game, and I'd like to finish my note to Phil, who's a personal friend of mine, mm-hmm. and when the ball's outside of the strike zone, call it a ball, period. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sure, he your help. Yeah, I met so, him through Brian the umpire. It was fun watching the game, rooting for the ump. Oh, very quick follow-up to the story of the... I was root for an ump. To have a good call, to get all the calls right. To okay. not get hit in the face. <laughs> well, yeah, that too, not get hit in the face. Um, r- real quickly, the final twist on that Trump dossier thing, the Fusion GPS, Christopher Steele, is that at some point Steele goes to the FBI, where they knew him, and said, hey, I'm uncovering all sorts of crazy stuff about Trump. And the FBI, just before the election, says, all right, we'll put you on the payroll, you keep digging into Trump. So he's an Oppo research guy now being paid by the FBI to keep digging for dirt. Now is that an example of the Obama administration using the Justice Department for clearly political ends as I think they're guilty of in other uh, situations. Old uh, old what's her name the, uh, the, the God I I need to get some more sleep. Uh the, the, elders. No, what's the, the 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 chick around the Justice Department. <laughs> Loretta Lynch. Loretta Lynch. That's it. I gotta. You know, I just gotta remember Loretta Lynch. Stand by your man. Then I'll remember that. Which is
2: Tammy Wynette. But if it works for you, that's fine. Don't,
0: <laughs> don't mess with my method. Anyway, <laughs> he's tired, Jack. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I stayed up too late watching baseball. So, um, you know, she's one of the most overtly political attorney generals ever, in my opinion. Or is it that? Or is it, and this is what separates the Armstrong and Getty show, love it or hate it, or is it a guy who started on Oppo Research and realized, holy crap, this guy's up to high crimes and misdemeanors. And he went to his buddies in the FBI and said, listen, I think Trump's in bed with the Russians. And they handled it correctly by keeping it... Which is a patriotic American.
2: I I hope he would do. And they may have handled it correctly by looking into it, keeping it quiet, not announcing they're making an investigation, because they shouldn't. Because if it turns out to be nothing, you don't want to... Uh, you know, sully people's names. When his name
0: became public, though, they fired him.
2: Oh. And they didn't find anything on Trump, and so the FBI uh, kept their mouth shut. Mm. That could be the way it
0: worked. So it would seem. Somebody leaked the dossier to Uh uh, BuzzFeed. Which may be McCain. I can't remember an old lady's name, but I can remember BuzzFeed. That's odd. Hmm. Uh, Anyway,
2: Uh, anyway, so Corker was walking the halls yesterday. He's a senator from Tennessee. He's quitting. And uh, he doesn't like Trump anymore, even though he used to like Trump, and they've been battling and uh, m- many microphones stuck in his face throughout the day, and he answered questions, and this was part of it. Is
0: the president of the United States a liar? The president uh, has great difficulty with the truth on many issues. Do you regret supporting him in the election? Uh, well, let's just put it this way. I would not do that again. Do you think he's a role model to children in the United States? No. You don't? No, absolutely not.
2: I thought that was interesting. Whoops. Do you think he's a role model to children? No, absolutely not whatever whatever now that, that you know you 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 may be screaming at your radio you disagree so much but it's pretty interesting the senator of the same party of a president saying the president is not a role model of children that's a that's a pretty powerful thing to say if you're the opposition power party
0: yes yeah, yeah that's mean
3: <laughs>
0: I, I, there are well yeah it's a little more complicated than that but yeah there are aspects of trump's behavior that i absolutely would tell my children specifically were they still children, or if they asked me as adults, I'd say, don't act like that. Oh, yeah,
2: don't it's pick on despicable. a guy because he's short or or
0: whatever. <laughs> and don't don't bend over to punch at anybody who says anything bad about you. Be above it. Be above the high road. Whatever happened to the high road? <laughs> oh, <laughs> shut
2: up! A question you've asked many times. Right. On the other hand, if he blows up the Republican Party and something new comes out of it, that's fine with me. So go, go get him, Trump. Right, exactly. See, that's the crazy part. New York Times uh, today, I believe, the sham of Harvey Weinstein's rehab. Ooh, a sham, sham, sham. Wow, the sex rehab. Sex addiction has never been officially recognized by the American psychiatric community. And they have this quote: "I remain unconvinced that it's a pathology in its own right." Says Paul Applebaum, a professor of psychi- psychi- hmm, people who do psychiatry at Columbia University. He cautioned that it, it's so easy to assume that people who behave badly in one way or another. Well, may may only be the case that they don't want to help themselves. Yeah. Which is interesting out of somebody at Columbia University. I you know, I tend to think that person is going to be more toward everything is an addiction, people can't control these things. It's a disease. And he right. uh, and he's uh, he doesn't buy the this the sex addict thing. And the New York Times uh, printed a bunch of tweets for some reason from people, I don't know if these are random people or if they're people I should know their names. But it's sort of on the topic of uh, this guy got into how He's not just having sex with women. In terms of a if if he, even if you buy into the classic sex addiction thing, he wasn't just going around having sex with women, which he could have done as much as he wanted. If he just through liked the sex. standard
0: means, yeah.
2: yeah, And not not committed any crimes or, or even done anything untoward, really, other than you know what his wife thinks. Um, he was doing that weird stuff where he'd make him watch him shower and all that sort of stuff, right? Trap so him it's in a, a room, then yank a, it in front of him. So it's a power thing. It's some sort of weird thing there. So uh, a bunch of tweets. Saying Harvey Weinstein is a sex addict is like saying Jeffrey Dahmer killed people because of his sweet tooth. It's pretty good. <laughs> calling Harvey Weinstein a sex addict is like calling a raccoon a garbage addict. Not sure about that one. Funny, how, I like this one, though. Funny he, how He's hungry? <laughs> funny how Harvey, this gets to the, it's more about the power than the sex. Or, or, no, this gets to the, can he control himself or not? Is he an addict? He has no control over this. Funny how Harvey Weinstein's sex addiction is only triggered by women aged 18 to 25 with the power balance overwhelmingly weighted towards him.
0: Right. That's the only time it kicks in. Right. Plenty of beautiful, beautiful women in Hollywood who are very well known and would instantly be heard and believed by all the media were they to accuse him of something. He didn't have interest in them. Went after Gwyneth Paltrow when she was a kid and nobody knew who she was, for instance. So, yeah. Yeah, it's it's compulsion he can control uh, when he wants to. Yeah, w- please. Right, which
2: what kind of a compulsion is that?
0: And listen, uh, l- the whole disease you can't help it thing, uh, it's it's gone too far. It's gone too far. Uh, all of us have urges to do things we shouldn't do. Uh, some of us more than others, granted, but th- that's that's what living is. That's what being a a citizen of a country is or a a worker at a job or a, a spouse or a student or whatever part of it is you don't get to act like an a-hole don't act like an a-hole control yourself he couldn't help it well he should have or or absorb
2: the punishment well as the, this text tweeter pointed out apparently he could help it when it would have been wouldn't have worked out right it's all you need to know yeah uh what do you got coming oh by the way Hottest Halloween costumes and the most racist Halloween costume. A popular Halloween costume this year that is clearly cultural appropriation. And I sure hope you're not dressing your child
3: like this. And it's super popular? Super popular. Wow. Crazy. What's <laughs> <Crazy. laughs> coming up your News Mark? Yeah, GOP Senator Jeff Blake calling for Republican rejection of President Trump this morning. Yeah, okay. If you were going to
2: win, I would like to know if you'd be keeping your mouth shut. Trump got three standing ovations yesterday by the Republican senators in that lunch, according to everyone. Wow. Uh, by people who are running for re-election or people who believe in Trump. You know, I don't, I don't know their motivations, but... So, Flakes, who's headed out the door, you know, I, I just wonder.
3: Get ready, my friends, for sticker shock the next time you visit a national park. And more than 200 women now accusing yet another director of sexual misdeeds. 200? 200. Yes. Wow. Stories coming up minutes from now, Armstrong and Getty.
1: Yeah,
2: that's, that's something. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. We'll give you a heads up. The racist Halloween costume that's coming under fire is the any Moana costume. Oh. The popular kids movie. And uh, if I see a kid dressed like that, I'm going to throw paint on him or scream at him or something. Both. I will not put up with it. More on that later. Right now, the news with Marsha Phillips.
3: Well, Arizona Senator Jeff Flake says it is time to stop being complacent about the president's words and actions. During an interview with MSNBC's Morning Joe today... Flake said that a failure to do so would be harmful to the country's future. And so I hope that we speak out and just say, this is undignified. This is beneath the office of the president. Uh, We've got to stand up. Now, Flake is citing a poll that says the number one issue among Republican primary voters has nothing to do with policy but whether or not you support the president. Well, the bottom line is if I were to run a campaign that I could be proud of, And where I didn't uh, have to cozy up uh, to the president and his positions uh, or his behavior, uh, I could not win in a Republican primary. All right. Now,
0: the positions, all of a sudden he threw that that part in because that's significant. What do you disagree with the president on? I know it's uh, immigration issues, for one thing, and that's one of the primary reasons he can't win again in Arizona, they think. Somebody will run to his right and whoop him.
2: I think if you, if, you're, if you want to give him great credit for being a brave warrior for truth and justice, he's got to run and stand up there and debate somebody and make these arguments. Yeah. So he's going to go off. I, you know this is what he's going to do. This is yeah. what they all do. He's going to go off and work for some firm now that he's been a senator and make a gazillion dollars as some sort of lobbyist. Stand there and fight if you believe this. <laughs> him teary-eyed and barely can get through his speech yesterday. F you. I think that is so weak so freaking weak to stand up there and scream at the, yell at the president and then and then not run
1: again
0: change it
1: brave it. W- brave warrior Is, do you think there's any chance that he's positioning himself to run against Trump in 2020 that's possible i suppose maybe he just hates being a senator could be kid rock decided not to run after all
0: it's another example that was disappointing to me yeah i know
3: National Park Service, considering some big increases for entrance fees at the most popular parks during peak visiting season, the proposal announced yesterday would more than double the entrance fees at 17 parks, including Yosemite, Yellowstone, and the Grand Canyon. The fee for private vehicles would jump to $70. $70? Wow, yes. that's
0: crazy. Wow, there, are a yes. lot of, there are a lot of uh, lower-income families who ought to get uh, access to our national parks. And they can't afford that. Oh, no, that, that
2: sucks. Yeah, there'd be a lot of people. That's just not even. that's not a. That's a non-starter, as they say. We're worried, we can't go there. It's seventy bucks to drive through.
3: Yeah, if you want to just walk into the park, it goes from fifteen to thirty bucks a person, just to walk. Thirty in.
0: bucks a person. That's what they're
2: saying. And, and
3: all oh, the. Oh,
0: that's terrible. And all
3: the crap
2: we
0: waste money on. Oh yeah, no kidding. No kidding. You know what they got to do? Here's the Getty plan. Moose tax. Bear tax. Tax the animals. They get to live in these parks for free, eating the people's plants and or the people's salmon. And and, 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 and what do we get from them? Nothing. Tax the animals.
2: So rather than cut any of uh, six poverty programs that aim at the same people and show no results, uh, you got to do this. Frustrating.
3: They're saying the higher fees would pay for badly needed repairs of roads, bridges, campgrounds, and bathrooms. Well, you know, the parks are in disrepair, but a lot of people are saying, yeah, well, wait a minute, we've been paying taxes and we've been paying fees for years. Where's that money going? There's never been a more crying
0: need for an entire government to be torn down and started again. The the incredible expense of the current bureaucracy, and nobody cares.
3: Nobody cares. Well, since the LA Times first published its initial account of writer director James Toback's systematic sexual harassment of 38 actresses in Hollywood, now more than 200 other women have come forward with their stories. That's a lot of women. Including Rapey Wood. Hooray for Rapey Wood. That includes actress Julianne Moore, who tweeted James Toback approached me in the 80s on Columbus Avenue with the same language, wanted me to audition, come to his apartment. I refused one month later he did it again with the exact same language I said don't you remember you did this before <laughs> he did not another woman he allegedly hit on was today show host Well, at,
2: hitting on someone is not a
1: crime
3: well
2: they have more than
1: that I mean is he doing
2: something well, he, more than she that?
1: did not go through so she, he used that opening on right. her other women went back and quote-unquote tried to audition or talk right. about that's what possibility he was trying, yeah. and then he started working it because apparently oh, that's really? the move. Yes. Yeah, really? He yeah. does. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. well, that, no, yeah. there you go. That's a full-on yeah, yeah. shot. Her, her story was just one of, he he approached yeah. me with this right. same playbook. Yeah. I didn't go for it, but other right. uh, other women are sharing stories that what happens when you do.
3: Yeah, he enjoyed pleasuring himself in front of them and asking some, are you ready? Some, if he could lick their armpits. Oh,
0: <sighs> An I mean, armpit licker. I should have
3: known. <laughs> <laughs> he
2: looks like that. Yeah. Gives
3: every sign of being a pit licker. God,
2: what a scumbag. And apparently the town is full of them.
3: Yeah. Law enforcement reportedly investigating him, who, you know, back, by the way, denies all allegations. All 200 are lying. Saying for the last 22 years, it would have been biologically impossible for him to do any of the things he's being accused what of. What does that mean? He can't I, get uh, wood? Is that uh, what he's claiming? He does not have a um. very vague. Yeah, yeah. All right. Hey, Hollywood, let's start
0: naming names of the child molesters. We're all brave now. Hashtag me too. We're all coming out yep. and naming names. Who is molesting
1: children? Y'all know who it is. Say it. Hollywood and
3: D.C. Let's just fire everybody and start from <laughs> scratch. <laughs> yeah, on yeah, both no of kidding.
2: Them. We'd be fine. We'd be absolutely fine if we started with a whole new crew.
3: There you go. That's a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips. The Armstrong and Getty Show, The Voice of the West. And that's a truism, isn't it not? There are way enough
2: talented people. If you got rid of everybody in Hollywood and started over, you'd have plenty of good movies and TV shows and everything like that. Yeah, in two Uh, weeks. And certainly, our whole government is built upon the idea that citizens can govern themselves.
0: So you could get rid of all those people and start from scratch and be fine. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's what we ought to do. Yeah, the only, uh, you know, stumbling block on the government thing is that The government colossus is now involved in so many things. People would not recognize, you know, they wouldn't feel comfortable going about their day without nanny government running everything. It'd be good, though. It'd be healthy.
2: Sure, hope your kid's not dressing as a Moana character for Halloween. You disgust me.
3: Might as
0: well throw on a clan robe, huh?
2: More on that. Same thing. Come I see in. it as the same thing. And I participated in a homeless forum in my city, USA, last night that I'm sure. Is a repeat of homeless forums that have been had in cities all across America. It's pretty damn interesting though. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty
3: Show.
0: Oh, oh, this old-timey
2: song, sung by a guy named Fats Domino, who just died. Rock and roll you. legend from the early days. It's probably in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I'm guessing. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, Should
1: still be still in the name Hall of Fame too. That's a great name. But no doubt. No need to uh,
0: take a body hey, hey. shot at the man. Fats Domino. It's part of his thing, though, right? Chubby Checker. Opie So whose music has been forgotten.
2: Fats Domino. Hits in the 50s. It must have been pretty old. I don't have the age. 89. I didn't take the time. Oh, 89. There you go. So, um, Halloween is less than a week away. Thanks for coming. Thank you for braving the heat to be here. It was 102 degrees in LA today. Not 100 degrees, 102. It's almost Halloween. It used to be cold here on Halloween. We don't wear skimpy Halloween costumes to be sexy anymore. We wear them to survive. Kind of funny. What are your uh, top 10 most popular Halloween costumes according to a list that's probably inaccurate? I'll hit you with them real fast. Super. 10 to 1. Dinosaur, zombie, pirate. Mouse, witch, rabbit, unicorn. My son hates unicorns. What? Yeah, he hates unicorns. Huh. Really hates him. Well, he's noticed all the girls are really into it, and he just said, oh. that It doesn't even exist! It makes him so mad. <laughs>
0: oh, good for him. Good for him. It's not even a real animal!
2: <laughs> all the girls, live, 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 out the unicorns. <laughs> Clown at
0: number three. Killer clown. Num- no clowns allowed in schools this year. We've gotten the
1: emails <sighs> because you know you remember last year. <laughs>
2: <laughs> number two, Harley Quinn. I don't know what that is.
1: Uh, that is a uh, like the Joker's girlfriend, oh, essentially okay. uh, dressed up like a Harley. Uh, yeah, yeah.
2: And number one, Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. But also very popular, Moana. It's a, one of your Disney cartoons. It's got uh, I don't know some island people fighting something or you know somebody dies and then somebody's rescued.
0: One of those movies. And then some plucky girl defies the explanation, the expectation that girls can't do stuff for the thirty eighth time in a row. Disney. The scariest thing this Halloween
2: for New York moms isn't zombies or ghouls. It's political incorrect, politically incorrect costumes. Oh, no. An article on race conscious has been making the rounds on mommy Facebook groups. Uh, as mom, one mom writes that her five-year-old daughter declared she wanted to be Polynesian Disney character Moana, which she worried would be cultural appropriation. You need real things to worry about.
0: Yeah, no
1: kidding. I've got some. Would you like me to give you some of mine? Real things to worry about. Why isn't it cultural appreciation? Like, I I see this movie. I like what that's really cool. I would like to be more like that person. I wish I was Polynesian.
0: Nobody wants to hear that, Sean. Victimhood! You've got to be offended and hurt and beleaguered. That's how you get attention.
2: I personally think this whole cultural appropriation thing is... the stupidest thing we've ever come up with. Oh, yeah. Of all the dumb things we've come up with in America, this one's the dumbest. We Absolutely came
0: with, ridiculous.
1: We
2: came up with bell bottoms. This is <laughs> way dumber than that. Her daughter's other choice, Scandinavian Queen Elsa from the Disney movie Frozen. No way! I had some reservations regarding both costume choices, about cultural appropriation and the power privilege carried by whiteness, and about whiteness and standards of beauty, she wrote. Oh, <laughs> let your five-year-old get some Twix candy bars <laughs> and call it good. Oh, my God! God,
0: you self-obsessed idiots.
2: No kidding. She went on to describe a series of conversations
0: with her daughter, particularly focusing on the ethics of dressing as Moana. Oh, my God. Can you picture how mystified that five-year-old is by that horse crap, that unicorn crap that this woman is trying to pitch? Poor kid. Yeah, no kidding. Poor kid. To to
2: convince my cute little uh, boys as they dress up as ninjas that you might be doing something wrong and very offensive, and here's why. Why am I doing this to you on Halloween? You just, you just walk around knocking doors, get some candy. Moana, of course, is a teen that sets out on a treacherous sea journey to save her family's island from famine and destruction, and succeeds. In the end, this woman's daughter decided to dress as Elsa, though Ferris was concerned it might teach her short-head brunette daughter that one must be white, blue-eyed, and have long flaxen hair to be a beautiful princess. Yes! Because that's what all girls think. Well, she's got blonde hair, so I could
0: never be considered beautiful with brown hair. Who looks at the world that way? Self-obsessed morons who are dying to show that they're more enlightened
2: than thou. She did nix the Moana costume for Mickey Mouse because, as she wrote, we don't have to worry about making fun of anyone or dressing them as a culture different from our own because Mickey Mouse is a pretend mouse.
0: Well, it's a, it's a rodent appropriation. I mean, you're you're uh, you know making a, a mockery of their culture of running around on all fours squeaking and pooping. Little pellets in the corners.
2: Her blog was universally praised by commenters on her Facebook page. (laughs) I admire your perseverance in interacting with your daughter. You have also given her essential values along with guidelines, so she has the ability to grow, be creative, learn, and find her way in the world. Oh, shut up. She's
1: five. She didn't get any of those things.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But another commenter expressed reservations. This feels murky, she wrote. I recognize the need to be sensitive. I'm just wondering how you parse the nuances for a child.
0: The fact that you're aware how stupid it is, but phrase it like that, makes you every bit as bad. Oh, absolutely. Maybe worse. I'm concerned about how to parse the nuances uh, with a child. Uh, You can't. Why don't you tell a dog about the days of the week? (laughs) If If you're intent on communicating something to somebody you can't possibly appreciate. it. Now, Thursday is just before Friday, so people can really look forward to the weekend. (laughs) (laughs) that's how that conversation would go see honey when we dress up when we dress up as a scandinavian person as a person of brown hair it implies that only blonde haired people a five-year-old can you picture that well your five-year-old
2: can understand it i would hope that whatever age you could understand it 12 15 whatever you would then reject it because it's stupid it's just stupid it's a very popular Disney cartoon. It's made a gazillion dollars all around the world. People are okay with it. You get to dress as one of the characters. Nobody's offended. Anybody that is offended can go suck it. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> wow.
0: wow. I'm working a little blue over that. <laughs> Offensive. How about dressing as a hobo, Jack, as we yeah. both yeah. did? Yeah, It's kind of the uh, the go-to. I didn't come up with anything else. I got 20 minutes Costume for children.
2: There's some of that, but I mean, I really wanted to be a hobo. I mean, it wasn't a last minute thing. I remember one, God, I remember. For Halloween,
0: or you wanted to be a hobo? You wanted to ride the rails? (laughs) and...
2: I wanted to be a hoe boy which is where that comes from, and ride the rails with a hoe, heading to California to work the fields. I see. Um, uh, no, I dressed as a hobo one winter Halloween in South Dakota as a child, where it was so freaking cold. I remember being in this parade, and it was just freezing cold. Uh, most of my Halloweens in South Dakota and Wisconsin, everybody's wearing giant winter coats and hats. Right. You go up to the door, <laughs> unzip your coat a little bit to show them your costume, then zip it back up before you freeze to death. <laughs> then you give us some candy, and you run back to your parents' warm car. That's great. (laughs) Good times. Anything for candy. But yeah, dressing as a hobo was very popular as a kid, which is basically dressing as a homeless person. Um, A bum? I think that is odd. If my kids wanted to dress as a homeless person now, I would talk them out of it. Even though they set up homeless camps in our yard because they think it's fun.
0: What if they want to dress as the guy huffing butane who I ran into the other day? Oof. Bought a couple of containers of butane Like uh, lighter refills
1: uh-huh.
0: Oh man, sketchy looking dude Goes out to sketchy looking girlfriend In their sketchy looking car Man, were they a-, a portrait of misery How do you know they were sketchy?
2: Just because of the way they look? Well, that's very yes. that's very judgmental Yes, that's I, exactly how I knew I was told last night in a homeless forum In which I spoke About judging people the way they look
0: uh, They were uh, complete
2: junkies But I've got more on that. Yeah, I spoke at a homeless farm. I think this relates to any town that's listening right now. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
0: And they didn't think a little girl could save the island because girls can't do anything. (laughs) Thanks, Disney, for that.